Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. My name is Tori Barker, a digital marketing specialist, business owner, mom, and you guessed it, a creative visionary. This podcast is about inspiring business owners, building connections, sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. I have the honor and pleasure to introduce our next guest, Dan Hafner. Dan is the founder of Dapper Mobile Apps. Dan, welcome on and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, Tori, thank you for having me on the show. I'm super excited. Um, As you mentioned, my name is Dan Hafner. My company is Dapper Mobile Apps. I live here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Uh, married to my wife of just four years now the other day. Um, Super excited. We have uh, three dogs in our home, so I'm definitely a dog person. Um, And I am, I kind of describe myself as a little bit of a, a, uh, a traveling uh, spouse or a medical spouse. My wife is in the medical field. Um, so I have been traveling and following her over the past uh, like 10 years we've been together, led to me having my own business. Um, it also led to us having three dogs and living this crazy life. And then, um, yeah, I mean, we that's pretty much what we do. We like to walk our dogs, we like to do stuff outdoors, do a whole bunch of fun things when she's not working, obviously. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> well, tell us about Dapper Mobile Apps. Where did that uh, come from? How did you start it? How long have, how long have you been in business? Yeah, so um, really it's been on and off, I don't know, probably four or five years. Started out as a hobby, obviously, kind of like a lot of things. Um, as I alluded to, I was following my wife around the country. We moved every three years or so. And it got really hard to hold down a job, as you can imagine. Um, So eventually I was like, you know what? I got to figure out my own thing. And I had um, kind of this entrepreneurial bug. Um, I had a couple of ideas uh, for um, an app when we were engaged. I I had gained a lot of weight and I needed to kind of lose it. So I kind of had this idea for a running and health and fitness app. Um, I didn't know how to code. I didn't have a lot of money to figure out how to do it. So I figured out how to do it on my own through a lot of different no-code and low-code software tools. And next thing I knew, I had an app out there and running and working and getting downloads and making money. And uh, then eventually I had uh, a podcast and people were like, can you maybe do that for me too? That that looks really interesting. Um, so one thing led to another and here I am uh, doing it as a profession. So that's kind of the, the short uh, version of how it got started. Wow. I, yeah, I was going to ask you when I first uh, looked at the the site in your business, if you had coded everything, because I've looked at apps before and I thought, oh my gosh, there's no way anyone could ever do that unless you're a developer or coder. So it's just interesting to hear you talk about like a no code, low code type of um, platform. So I'm, I'm intrigued on how that works. You know, it's, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's the same thing that I faced, right? Like, like when I said, when I first started my journey, um, I, when I first had the idea for an app, right? I was like, hmm, um, I need to figure out how to code this, right? So that lasted about a week. I think I went on to like different sites and, and learned all like HTML and different stuff. And I was like, I can't do this. Like th- some people can do that. 
I couldn't. I was like, I, I have no idea, right? And so I started calling around and different agencies online and all these different developers, and they quoted me like a hundred grand, hundred and fifty grand for the app I wanted. I was like, I I have no idea like how I'm going to do this, but I knew I wanted to do it. Um, yeah. And you know, honestly, once I just do- dove down that rabbit hole, um, I found there's so much out there that is so accessible to people. And if you can copy and paste and you can point and click, like you can build pretty much anything. There's, there's no code funnel software builders, website builders, app builders, um, you know, even things like uh, Jotform and mm. those types of things are, are all no code, right? And yeah. it's just incredible, like the, 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 how far technology has come to be able to get these things built and effective and running. Um, if you just have an idea, like technology no longer has to be the barrier. I love that. And and for so many people, that is the barriers, the technology and, and that knowledge. And so for you to have uh, an offer or a product that can help alleviate that pain and help people kind of grow their business and get themselves out there um, with an, a software or app like this, uh, that's phenomenal. That's awesome. So uh, tell us why you feel somebody should have an app. So who is this app for? Uh, what types of businesses um, can utilize an app to its best ability or just kind of touch on that for us? Yeah, it's a great question. So there's really there's really two that I focus on. Um, the one is just like you said of kind of the individual branded app is kind of where I specialize in, right? Where you can take a, a lot of people have membership sites, they have video content, they have podcasts, they have um, you know physical handouts that they do, or you know even social media followings that they want to monetize, right? So really having your own app in that sense is kind of bringing it all into one house, as I like to say, kind of all under one roof, right? Yeah. And the benefits to that are, you know, how often do um, do you remember someone's website or when you pull up Google on your phone or Safari or whatever you use, remembering their website and actually engaging with it and coming back, right? As to where, when there's an app on your phone, on your home screen, that you can actually click that has your logo on it, your face on it, your brand on it. That is so much more sticky. That is so much more powerful. And I mean, not even not, not, not to mention you can use these as not only a content house and a selling house and a lead generation mm-hmm. piece, but as a all in one marketing tool. Um, and then the second piece is really kind of having your own platform, like your own um, marketplace, your own social network, your own type of thing as well. But that's, that's kind of a different conversation because I mean, there's, there's been companies I know I've, when I first got into this, I've read about companies who raised millions and millions of dollars for their startup, just using a no code app builder. Um, like when I, when I read that, I, I was like, okay, I need to get into this business somehow. There's clearly some, some traction here. Um, but those are really the, the two different things that, that I like to explain to people. And then, so if you were building an app for clients or the clients that you have built the app for, do they use it for a one-to-one connection or a one-to-many? Is it, could it be like a, a group conversation or could it be just a direct one-on-one notification or how does that work um, in the app or is it all customizable? 
It's a great question. Um, to answer the short answer is it's all customizable. Um, there's people who do both. Um, obviously, when you utilize technology, you want to be able to do a one to many model, right? right. Um, we're just working with a, a lady here recently uh, where she's been um, running her fitness business uh, almost strictly on TikTok. Like she blew up on TikTok. And she just kind of got sick of doing it all. And it was just so overwhelming and all these personal messages. So we figured out a way to basically put everything that she has and all her workouts and all her programs and her messaging and all that stuff into an app. And it's like completely streamlined what she does. But at the same time, she also has a one-to-one upsell of working with people one-on-one that she sells for, I think it's like $1,500 or $2,000 or something like that, which obviously not a lot of people are going to buy in an app, but she, she closes them on the phone. She tags them in the app. They get access to that one-on-one type of um, program in the app. So really in essence, she does both. Both. Um, so yeah. I, hope, I hope that answers, yeah, that answers that for sure. Yeah, no, that's, that definitely answers a question. And, you know, my next thought is, um, you know, I own a digital marketing agency. And so um, my thought would be, how does this integrate with, um, how does, how does the marketing tools that a company would use integrate with an app? So like a CRM system and like social media marketing and uh, website, email, text messages, how does that all do those talk to each other? Can the app help to facilitate and streamline that so that you're not managing multiple, multiple platforms? Yes, that is a great question. And uh, to be honest with you, as a, as a non-coder, um, I struggled with that for a long time to figure out, ex- I ran into that exact problem that you're talking about. Like, okay, how do I get this hand to talk to this hand? Because now I have all these different things, right? Um, so in, in essence, yes, you can. Um, there are, uh, there's actually a new uh, upgrade that I made to our software recently because I had all these people asking me about this. And what, what it allows you to do is you take, you take the app, you take um, that marketing piece that, that, you know, just like you'd be promoting a podcast or a website or a funnel, right? You say, hey, download our app. And then as people go into it, it automatically puts them into your CRM. It, you know, it puts them into any automation sequences, any sales sequences, lead generation sequences, all that stuff like that. Um, so it, yes, it, it's really, it, there's a, there's a lot more customization that comes with that. Um, like when I first started my first app, for example, I would have people come in, they would download and then they would sign up. And then I had a CRM over here that I would copy and paste their stuff over into there, which was automatic <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, there's gotta be a way to connect these. Um, so yes, there, there is, there is ways to do that for sure. Now, is there a way to, um, to track and monitor like performance of the app? How does that, how do you keep track of who's engaged with your app and who are, are viable leads per se? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a couple different ways. Um, like our software has, um, you know, you can monitor downloads, um, sessions, which is just people browsing in the app. Um, you can actually monitor how long they're in the app, whether it's zero to 10 seconds or over three minutes, things like that. Um, you can actually see which features are more popular. So maybe you add, you, you add something that you think is going to be super valuable for people. 
and then you see that and nobody, like, nobody uses, uses it. it. <laughs> and you're like, mm, okay, let's take that out, right? It's just a way to kind of A-B test. Um, and then another cool thing that I think a lot of people miss is that Google, if, once you put your app on Google and Apple, they provide you with so many um, analytics that it, it'll just make your head spin, honestly, um, of, you know, by country, um, by, you know, people re retaining, uh, you know, are they still using your app like 10 to 30 days after they download it? Um, yeah. You know, there's just so many, so many cool things that you can do. And there's all kinds of different software you can link into there that shows your most engaged users that um, shows who's accessing which features, uh, features so you can tag them with certain things. And yeah, it'll, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm trying to make it as easy as I can, but it, it, it can make your head spin what you can do really. <laughs> You can get as complicated as you'd like, or you can keep it as simple as you like, right? Exactly. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> so um, I did want to, I wanted to ask um, the difference between a mobile app and a mobile website. So some people might think that, well, I have a website and it's mobile friendly and I've got all those bells and whistles on my website. Why can't I just use a website? So what would you say to somebody like that who could potentially benefit from an app? That's a very good question. It's one of the most common ones I get. Um, so a lot of people think just because my website's mobile friendly that like, you know, like you said, I don't really need an app. And it's, you know, maybe you don't, not everyone does, but if you're looking for, you know, repeat functionality, um, a more customized experience, then yes, an app is definitely going to benefit you because of, like I said at the beginning, um, you know, not everyone ever remembers your website. Um, you know, you you can do things what they call it. It's called a, a progressive web app, if you've ever heard of that, which is basically an app that functions on a browser. So it really is. It, it would be like going to like app dot dappermobileapps.com, right? For example, where it actually pulls up in a mobile browser, but it looks and functions like a native app that you would click on your phone, right? So that's kind of a, a, you know, a hybrid for people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and again, a website, I like to say, is, is really kind of a passive marketing tool, right? Like you can go out and you can SEO things, but really you can't really do outreach with a website, mm. you kind of have to just drive people to it. Whereas right. with an app, you can kind of do both is like, obviously, you have to drive people to it, but it can organically grow just like a website. But then once they're in your app, you can market to them, like you can send them push notifications, you can have them sign up for text messages, you can do all these different things. So then the app becomes an outbound marketing tool instead of just a passive thing like a website where you're just capturing leads, you're doing those things because a website can't send really notifications. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's really kind of the main differences with those. And have you seen um, with this, with an app for your clients, have you seen it work best for existing clients that they have or uh, lead nurturing to get prospects uh, off the fence and uh, utilizing the services or, or how does that incorporate with the, the app itself for most of your clients? Mm, that's a good question too. Um, you know, the people I see succeed uh, with this the more often is um, the people who kind of have a existing client base 
and they have content, they have done things for a number of years, and they're just kind of at the point where they need to organize it all. And they need to, like you said, nurture and kind of include different things at different price points. Um, When I first started out, I was kind of a lot like, I think like a lot of business people and I was just kind of working with anyone. And I worked with a couple of people who were just kind of starting out. They had the idea. They were like, oh, let's go and build this out and then attract all these people. Um, It it didn't really work out as well um, just because like it, it really is a, a lead building tool, but there's a ton, and I mean a ton more marketing that you have to do when you don't already have the list. Um, but then, it, like you said, it, like it, it builds on itself, so you can use it as both a client retention and a current client piece, but then also as a new client um, acquisition type of tool. That's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking my, my, my wheels are spinning in my head like, ooh, how could I use this, right? <laughs> it happens quite often. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> so who, um, tell me like one of your favorite clients or apps that you've built that you just love is like a favorite case study of yours or, you know, something that um, has been a favorite project that you worked on. Yeah, I always I always tell my go-to, my very first client, honestly. Um, her name is Jessica, and she has an app called Feel For Your Life, okay? So she came to me. She's a breast cancer survivor. Um, her story is incredible. If you go to feelforyourlife.com or download her app, you can learn all about her. Um, you know, double, double mastectomy, double reconstruction surgery, the whole nine yards, like really, really crazy. But her mission was to become a beacon of breast cancer awareness and survival. And she actually found her own lump through her own self breast exam. So her, her mission is to teach women and bring, bring women together to like encourage them to do their self breast exams. So that's what her app feel for your life is all about. Um, it actually, she, um, it was featured on good morning America uh, believe it or not. Yeah, there it is right there. Um, I mean, it was, it was really, really cool. She's, she's even, um, gone so far. Actually, I don't, I don't know if I can fully talk about it, but she's like in the, uh, in the process of getting like even legislation out there for this kind of off the back of this app and everything like that too. So it's, um, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's been super humbling and awesome to work with her. Um, and that's, that's always the one I like to brag on the most. <laughs> that's that's phenomenal. Something so you know you wouldn't think that a product that you could build could make such an impact, but for for that something that you put together and you know had this idea for an app that any business could use, and then people like this take it from you know what you created and they're making you know changing lives in the process of it. So that's phenomenal. I applaud you for you know create great creativity and visionary skills for developing an app like this. It's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I do have to say just a quick caveat. I can't take all the credit because Jessica did um, do some of that work, which is actually kind of interesting because the way our software is, you can learn to do it yourself. So Mm -hmm. she actually did a lot of the design work of it. And she did a a lot, um, some of the integration and some of the, you know, marketing and all that type of stuff around it. She really took the bull by the horns and made it, um, you know, the success 
that it is. And it's kind of actually inspired me, um, you know, back months ago when it first launched back in the fall to kind of include that piece inside of what I do as well. Because just like your last question, you know, I I saw so many people um, come in and get this. It's like giving somebody a Lamborghini, right? Like they they have this (laughs) awesome tool and you're just, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. But then like, how do you drive it? How, like if if you put me in front of a a Lamborghini right now, I probably wouldn't know how to drive the thing, right? Right. So actually figuring out how to mark, and that's one thing that I taught myself when I first launched my first app was like, okay, it's out there. Now, what do I do with it? How do I market it? How do I get people in front of it? There's an, there's a science to that. There's a, there's a specific formula, right? So her, actually her doing that and kind of um, my own experience with my own stuff kind of prompted me to bring in like a marketing backend piece, which is something additional after you get the app built that we can work with you as well to be like, okay, you got this cool thing. Now let's go market it and help you scale instead, instead yeah. of you doing it by yourself. So, yeah. Well, and that's, that's key too, because you can, like you said, you can hand somebody a Lamborghini or keys to a Lamborghini and just expect them to do it. But, <laughs> but really when you have an app like this, you, you create this finished product, this beautiful app that they can utilize. And then it's that next step where people get crippled, right? Like, what do I do? How do I get this in front of my customer base? How do I promote it? Where do people find it? So that next step I think is huge with a product like this, because without it, it's not going to be successful. So absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, and just for, for the audience too, like in, in just thinking of that in, in like a business aspect, you know, like I had to make a choice. I had to make a decision when, when I got that epiphany of like, when I started my business, I just wanted to be like, I'll build you the thing. Like, that's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to specialize in that, right? But then after seeing so many people that I built things for just struggle, like, to get it off the ground, I had to make a choice. And I was like, am I going to help them with this and offer something additional, which is going to be, put, you know, it's more money, but it's also more work, right? Um, and I think right. some some people in, inside of, like, just in, like, a general business context, like, you kind of think, okay do I just want to be doing this or do I want to maybe go over here? And it's, it's kind of hard to brand and, and specialize that, but that's also kind of helped me market and brand and niche in a better way because there's really no, no one out there doing it. You're either an app builder or you're an app marketer. Whereas I was like, right. what if we just combined all that and we made that one thing, right? Mind blowing. Phenomenal. <laughs> so as uh, a visionary myself i have to ask um for you now that you've gotten the success that you have for the app are you looking to the future of different ways that you can uh expand or any big visionary thoughts for your product um and your business Yes, actually, that's that's a great question. Um, I <laughs> I have a lot of different visions. Um, so I'll actually share I'll share this at the end. Um, this is a good day that we're recording this because I actually just launched a brand new app, really for for Dapper mobile apps for my own business, um, which is kind of a combination of all these these visions I've had, which allows you know me to 
just go, it, I can go live in there. I can teach in there. I can house all my content. I can do my mastermind stuff. Um, that's part of what I'm doing as well as offering um, more of like a group type session where people, you don't have to come in here and do it yourself where it's a lot cheaper to do. But if you also don't have a lot of them, like custom app development is expensive. Like it's, it's a lot yeah. of money, right? Even in the no, in the low or in the no and low code space, it can be quite a bit of money if someone does it for you. Right. So what I'm starting to do is also offering, um, just like, as you can see at dappermobileapps.com, we have a, a mastermind where we'll actually take you through in a group uh, format and get you like up and running within, you know, eight to 10 weeks of actually getting this sucker built and launched and out there. Um, and then, you know, to be honest, I have another vision um, for, for really helping entrepreneurs that truly want to create an impact inside of a business and a platform, right? So I've actually, a, a, I've partnered with a couple people who came to me with app ideas um, and I just, I was so blown away by the idea that I was like, okay, I, I kind of want to partner in this as a, as a business partner. Right. Um, yeah. so that's actually, a, a, you know, something I'm always on the lookout for as well. Um, I'm very, very, very selective on those, um, because obviously I can't be, you know, a partner in 900 businesses. Um, but if, if, you know, if, if the right opportunity comes along, you know, I'm definitely willing, even if it's not just, um, you know, working inside of their contributing technology, you know, just investing in, in those types of things, because sometimes like, I, I really wish some, somebody would have come down and, and given me a hand up sometimes, whether it was just a partner or a little bit of money or whatever. So now that like, I've, like you said, like I've got to that place to just be able to give someone like a leg up if their idea, like, it's not like Shark Tank, but like, you know, like app <laughs> Shark Tank, maybe like, you know what I mean? Like, um, just to be able to give so someone like a, a leg TV up. And series. Like, yes. Yes. I like it. That's a big vision. I love it. Um, yeah. So I got, I got, I got lots of, lots of big plans. That's awesome. I'm, you know, I'm the visionary type. And so I always have these ideas running through my head. And I try, <laughs> I try to funnel the good ones from the bad ones. But sometimes it's just like, they just come in so fast, I got to write them down or, or do a, a voice recording and try and remember what it is that I'm thinking in my crazy visionary head. Um, I did have one thought because here I am again, thinking about this app. And so I was wondering, have you ever had, now that we're in this sort of virtual working space, have you ever had like a large company utilize the app for internal um, like retention and company culture or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So we actually did one. Um, we never, so I'll be honest, we never actually launched it because they ended up not wanting to do it for whatever reason, but we were building it um, as exactly like that, like with um, onboarding, documentation, um, you know, employee messaging, um, secured file storage, um, directories, all that kind of stuff. Um, for whatever reason or another, they decided they just didn't want to do it anymore before we launched it. Um, but I mean, that was, we were, we were in the process of building all of that. So that's definitely something you can do. Um, another thing is, you know, you can, you can even do company events inside of there, or conference events. Um, 
It was actually pretty funny. We were just, I was just talking to you before we got on here. I was at a conference with my wife out in Denver and they had an app out there for the conference. And every time we went out to dinner with people, they did nothing but complain about the app. Right. <laughs> and I was like, you're, you're thinking business, business opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're definitely, you know, we're open to work, you know, building those types of things as well. And if, if I could just to, just to add to what you said earlier about you being a visionary. And um, so I work with um, one of my partners in my other business that I partner with for their app. He is, he is all visionary. Like he is a guy that just has endless ideas. Um, they're really good ideas. Most of them, obviously. Um, but he, like he, he's a, he's notoriously a bad implementer, right? Like he's, but he just got such such good ideas. The whole business idea came to him and stuff like that. And the more we've worked together, I've really got practice in seeing the difference between being a visionary and being an implementer. And oh, I'll tell you what I've learned. I could talk all day. We could have a whole separate podcast episode about just that topic. Um, but yeah, I mean, like everyone needs, everyone needs an implementer. Everyone needs someone to be able to take those grand ideas you have out there and actually like bring them into reality and bring them into fruition. Uh, there was one of my, one of my, you know, mentors that I, I never met. He always says, you know, there's no such thing as a million dollar idea. There's only million dollar execution, you know? Um, yeah. so as you, as you were saying that, and, and I, and when I first saw your show, I was like, I, I need to add that. Cause that's, that's a super interesting thing I've been learning a lot recently. So I know that's kind of off topic, but, um, no, 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 just thought I'd that, that yeah. brings me to the, the thought of, um, have you ever read the book rocket fuel? I have not. I think I've heard of it though. So it sounds familiar. You'll have to check it out. Rocket fuel is exactly that concept. So they talk about a visionary and an integrator and how you need both of those um, minds or those roles in a company in order for it to be successful. Because just like you said, you've got this one person who has all these grandiose ideas and let's do this and let's do that, but they're horrible at implementing or putting those, those ideas in place. And so that integrator, or, you know, whatever you want to call it, that person is the one who takes action and takes those ideas and makes them a reality. So definitely check that out. That's, that's really where my, um, my vision and my idea for the podcast came from was from that book, because that when I first read that book, that's when I identified myself as a visionary. Uh, because everything that he was saying in the book just checked off for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm absolutely that. Absolutely. Yes, totally on 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 point. So you'll have to check that out or, or recommend that for your friend to read as well. Uh, yeah, that sounds really, really interesting. Because uh, I definitely, I've, I, it took me a long time to realize um, realize that about myself, that I really was, because the more we, we went into meetings and we talked about the idea, I just, I found myself like so frustrated. I'm like, okay, like these are all great ideas. Like what, what do we have to show for this guys? Like, let's, let's do something. I'm just like, like, I just do things, you know? So you're the integrator, the one that puts things together, makes it happen. Yes. A hundred percent. Like I, I still like to have ideas and I have vision. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely like, okay, tell me what to do and we'll do it and we'll make it happen. You know, like, we'll, we'll, I'll take this idea and we'll be like, okay, here it is. You know, that's just how I work. Partnership opportunity right here. I need you. You need me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
you got to match yourself with those people so that you can help grow and succeed your own business. I love that. 100%. Well, Dan, thank you so much for all the information that you've shared and, and telling us about the Dapper mobile apps and just your insight and, and the stories about uh, successful um, products that you've built. And it's just been phenomenal to learn about. Um, I can't wait to kind of dive in on my own and just kind of look at what you have to offer. But is there anywhere that you want people to connect with you? I know we've mentioned your website, um, but how can people get in touch with you and learn more about you outside of the podcast? Yeah, like you said, the the website dappermobileapps.com. And actually, I'm super glad we recorded today because I can't announce the, the launch of this new app. It is called Mobile Domination. That's two words. Um, it is anything and everything to do with what I do. Um, it's literally an example. Um, I'm t I teach live in there. I have content in there. I have blueprints in there, like the whole nine yards. Um, so you can download that on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Um, and it's called Mobile Domination. Okay. Um, so definitely check that out. There's applications to our mastermind there. Um, you can get in touch with me. You can, you know, follow along live when I go in there and teach. Um, access our Facebook group in there. Just, I would recommend download the app. So practicing what I preach and I'm coming on the podcast to pitch the app and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> That's awesome. And this episode will be live on the Creative Visionaries podcast website. So you guys will be able to uh, go back and listen to the episode and then you'll have links directly to all of the um, resources that Dan has referenced and you can go in and download his app. So thank you again. It's been a pleasure talking to you and I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.